Welcome back to another episode of Politically Incorrect. Thank y'all so much for listening, and um, I lied to you. I'm doing a lot of that lately, but this is not going to be Politically Incorrect. I don't feel like making all the changes eventually. I mean, we're going to still have more Politically Incorrect content in here, and I know I've kind of been lacking on that, um, but don't worry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm working on some things, but um, I'll be back to, you know, the bullshit more regularly soon. But we're also we're in the dark days, guys. This this uh, we're back in our dark days series, and yes, this is going to be a series. Um, but this is just going to be for the the true people, the people that are really fucking with the pod. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do as much uh, talk about this one um, on the timelines. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed if you like these uh, dark days series. And what I mean by dark days is. There's no sports that most of us really care about. There's a lot of, you know, free agency, NBA, and football's coming up, and, you know, all that. Um, but that'll be more, like, on the uh, politically incorrect uh, side of things. Um, but there's no there's no real action. I mean, yeah, there's Wimbledon and baseball and, you know, bullshit. But we don't care about that. We're Americans. We're black Americans. Mostly black Americans. I'm a black American. So we really don't give a fuck about that baseball shit. <clears throat> Some people do. Some people do. But I, yeah. I, I'm actually very surprised whenever I uh, come across a black person that actually fucks with baseball. And even the ones that say they fuck with baseball, I don't think they really fuck with baseball. I just think they appreciate it more than most black people. I only watch the World Series. I, I, I make an effort to watch... The last inning of the clinching game of the World Series. Now, I was a uh, the closest I've ever been to an actual baseball fan in what seventeen, eighteen, when the Astros were doing their thing. Uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely uh, hopped on for that, and that was that was fun. Uh, I think like in like twenty seventeen or eighteen, there was some like epic Game Six. Um, I don't know for whatever reason, I I, I somewhat enjoyed that. Um, can't name a single fucking personal Altuve was he on there I have no idea I have no idea I, I, if I say Craig Biggio I'm just gonna be like you know that was definitely like 0506 but uh, you know <laughs> baseball right so I started this whole dark days <clears throat> excuse me this whole dark day series off with you know the whole top 10 discussion um in the NBA and uh, I kind of went OD on that but uh so y'all some of y'all enjoyed it so you know I decided, oh, you know, maybe I should do this for football, too, since it is right around the corner. And I'm really not. I've kind of gone away from season long fantasy football, but I might I might come back to season long this year. I might come out of retirement. I might pull a Brett Favre and come out of retirement Um, because I think that'd be fun to have a pot league. I think that'd be fun. Maybe everybody that's been on the pod or people that you know i know fuck with season long i'm i'm considering it but it's got to be that that's my thing though because i just don't know if i want it to be like a if i'm doing season long like i want to have some type of attachment to it's like that 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 entry fee gotta be something you know what i'm saying because season season long's fun don't get me wrong but Man, come on, man. That daily shit just hit like, bruh, bruh, bruh. For what I, I ain't never done anything more than a $300 entry fee for a season long. 
do you understand? <clears throat> do you understand that if you were to set aside that exact same three hundred dollars and you decided to just do one dollar lineups for daily fantasy, one dollar, you could what there's 17 weeks doing quick math right here, but you could do uh, 17 weeks, three hundred dollars, maybe. 10 20 about 22 is that 22 i'm gonna go with 22 you can do like 22 different lineups in daily you just gotta hit now granted it's a multi it's a it's a you know you gotta have the exact right combination of people but you have the opportunity every single week Every single week. Now, it's not probable. But then again, if you got to get first, second, or third, and third place is typically you're just getting your money back. So, like, really, first or second, some real shit. Well, and I wouldn't even call it real shit, but just, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, but, you know, whatever. But you have the opportunity to win 22 weeks. Uh, let's just say it's a $5,000 top prize. 22 weeks, $5,000. You have the opportunity, if you were to just be him for 17 weeks, and you had the number one lineup 17 weeks, you could turn $300 into $110,000. Or I can do my little, you know, season long, you know, fantasy, you know, $300 entry fee. And, uh, uh, you know, if I get first place, I get with well, $1,500 or something like that, you know, depending on how many people are in the league. I mean, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, but let's just say it's a 10 person lead and that's seven people that aren't getting anything. And you just got to hit one of those weeks. And that's the top prize to just get your money back at 300. You just got to finish like, like you can have some boomer bus weeks, you know, like, oh, this week you won 80. Oh, this week you won 200. Oh, this week you didn't win shit. Oh, now you won 5,000. Like, I just, it just, it just doesn't seem smart to do season long unless you're just, OD with it. And ain't nobody I know is OD as far as that entry fee. Ain't nobody playing with that type of bread. Well, no. I know some people with some serious bread and they're not even playing with that type of bread. They might be doing like a $1,000 entry fee. And like even then, like, I mean, yeah, cool. That's a lot. But like, first prize is what? Probably six, seven, eight thousand, you know, something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But with that same $1,000 entry fee, you can ask you had 22 lineups now you could do like 50 some lineups a week like you're just increasing your opportunities that possibly get like it just i it, eh, you know i it just i it just don't it don't add up for me to do season long anymore but i just I, I, there's something about it that's just special i'm sorry i went off on a tangent right there on fantasy football so back to the dark days this is the dark days so i'm ranking players now um, and I'm ranking them based off of, you know, what they actually achieved during their time in the league. People's individual talent, it's not really quantifiable. The only things that you can quantify are what they actually did in between those lines. So I like going through history and people that I watched growing up and just seeing like, you know, where they stacked up. Because like I said before in the whole basketball thing, like we all believe what we've seen is the best that's ever existed. But we can only say that from our point of view. We don't have the whole grand scheme of things. But we do have, as far as basketball is concerned, everything from 2022 that's ever happened. 
we have all of it in front of us so we can kind of you know check it out now we don't know what's gonna happen 5 10 15 20 30 years from now so you know every now and then you got to periodically look at it but we have everything that's ever happened so who's at the top with everything that's ever happened it's pretty much my mindset and that started off with the basketball and now we've moved it over to football so i haven't decided just yet what position i want to do first we got running backs we got quarterbacks we got tight ends and wide receivers. I'm still working on that because, like I said, wide receiver is my favorite position. I'm going to have so many people that I'm going to want to just evaluate. Mm, what should I do first? You know what? Yeah, I'm going to go running backs. I'm going to go running backs. Uh, and this is going to be a uh, series, but like I said before, um you're only gonna really know about these if you're subscribed or if you just you know just so happen to periodically check out the feed because i'm not going these are going to be on the download these are the dark days okay so yeah let's do running backs let me pull up that lid oh yeah yeah i, I got some topics for y'all whenever i do get back to politically incorrect i, I just i'm, I'm kind of letting them build up guys i'm kind of letting them build up um but running backs and again this is based off of what they did we know everybody like we can't evaluate talent offensive lines there's a lot of things that go into play here quarterbacks receiver just the overall offense like there's a lot of factors at play i understand all of that but at the end of the day it's what did you actually do some people are in great situations where they're able to do more cool doesn't matter 30 years from now, we're going to look up and be like, yeah, he's got that record. He's got that record. He's got that record. He has those championships. He got those MVPs. He's the, that many time Pro Bowl. Like, the, you, it don't really matter how he got him. He got him. You know what? I might even be included. No, God, I'm not doing that bullshit. I thought about doing WNBA, but first of all, I don't even care. So why would y'all? <laughs> Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Candace Parker, you pick. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's politically incorrect sports. You know, you like it. You like it. You like it. All right. Uh, so running backs. Now, this was the criteria that I came up with. You're going to see some continuity because I just liked it. And, you know, it's my system. So, you know, whatever. And then, and then again, you may disagree with some things. But remember, everyone was graded the exact same way. So, running backs. For uh, one point for a 1,000-yard season, uh, one point for 2,000 all-purpose yards. So, you know, given those guys that, you know, multi-purpose, you know, they're just due. Uh, 2,000, or I'm sorry. Yeah, 2,000-yard seasons were two points. So, that's just rushing. Just rushing. 2,000 yards. Um, if you have 50-plus receptions, one point. 100-plus receptions, two points. Uh, if you won a Super Bowl, five. If you made it to the Super Bowl, three. Um, Pro Bowl pre nineteen ninety five the it was the uh, players and coaches I believe that's uh, selected and post nineteen ninety five it was like you know players pick coaches pick and fans pick so to me whenever the fans get involved it's devalued so uh, I did one point for pre ninety five and half a point for post ninety five so you know whatever um, MVP three points. Uh, all pro three points and then an additional point for first team if you've been following along with the basketball one then you are familiar with how i do that um offensive player of the year two points 
And then uh, all-purpose touchdowns for 25, for 25, for 20 and up, so between 20 and 25, 5. And then anything over 25, 6. And the way I did it, I did allow guys to double dip. So, for example, if you had 27 touchdowns in a season, and this is all-purpose, then you got the 5 and the 6. So, you know. Some people that people that really really went off in the touchdown department, um, they're it's they kind of separated themselves. But even at the end of the day, I've even you know cross referenced my final list with a couple of running backs uh, or people that have actually played running back, and uh, they didn't have too much fault with the list. Too much fault. Obviously, when you play the position, you look at it in a different way, and it's you know I didn't tell them what I was doing with it. I just wanted to know like some run. Well, that's not important. Um, anyway, um, if you let the league in anything, so in this example, rushing yards, um, nobody ever did, but receiving yards, if they did, um, rushing touchdown, scoring leader, um, I don't know, r- rushing attempt. If it said they let the league in any rushing category, any category, then I gave them a, an additional point. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, 1.5, and 1,000 receiving yards, 1 point. And I did not think that I was going to need to add 1,000 receiving yards for running backs, but then, um, well, somebody was uh, nice. So I, I, that needed to be a category that needed to be added. And not many, I think they were the only person that were that benefited off of that, but whatever. <clears throat> and like I told you, I, I went through everybody. Well, not everybody, but like... I, I went I went through the archives and I also like, you know, people that, you know, we grew up with watching. And again, I'm, you know, I'm 28, 28. Uh, so, you know, everybody that I saw, then, you know, the people in the past that, you know, should be uh, respected and should be looked at. And, uh, you know, I'll give you the total list of people that I evaluated. And then I'm just going to give you all the top 10. I'm not going to do that fucking. Uh, I, I mean, football's cool, but I. I I fuck with basketball more. So I had no problem doing those 50 for basketball. Uh, I'm not going to do the 50. I'm not going to give y'all everybody um, that, I, that I went through. Like, I'm not going to break them down individually. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's quite a lot. As a matter of fact, I'll give y'all the list. Adrian Peterson, LaDainian Tomlinson, Tony Dorsett, Earl Campbell, Brian Westbrook, Bo Jackson, Frank Gore, Eric Dickerson, Walter Payton, Chris Johnson, Emmett Smith, Marshall Falk. Hold on. Let me stop. Um, there is something that I wanted to say. Bo Jackson. So, like, we saw the 30 for 30. We know uh, Bo Jackson, you know, baseball, football, and he's just a supreme athlete and everything. But when I actually looked up his actual football stats, like his professional stats, um, this nigga was a part-time, he was a baseball player that played football on the side. Not like Dion. Like, Dion was a football player that played baseball on the side. This nigga, Bo Jackson, he was a baseball player. Like, he didn't really, not granted, I do know he got hurt, the whole hip thing, I do know that. But his legend, as far as football is concerned, is accredited to Technoball, or however you say that shit. Um, because what he actually did on the field... <laughs> <laughs> respectfully this nigga did not exist this nigga did not play football <laughs> he played he played uh he played about 500 more snaps in the nfl than i did all right probably like a thousand but like you, you get the point he yeah anyway uh back to the list uh jamal charles michael turner reggie bush barry sanders marshall lynch Terrell Davis, Derrick Henry, Arian Foster, Ricky Williams, my dude, Todd Gurley, Warwick Dunn, DeMarco Murray, Jim Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, Edron James, Eddie George, Jamal Lewis, Curtis Martin, Jerome Bettis, Priest Holmes, 
Larry Johnson, Amon Green, Deuce McAllister, Clinton Portis, Sean Alexander, Tiki Barber, Stephen Jackson, Fred Taylor, Willis McGahee, Marion Barber, rest in peace, Thomas Jones, Ray Rice, Maurice Jones-Drew, D'Angelo Williams, Matt Forte, LaShawn McCoy, Doug Martin, Eddie Lacy, Mark Ingram, Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, OJ Simpson, and Marcus Allen. Uh, so yeah, that was everybody that um I went through, and now for the top ten, and uh, <laughs> this first person like, hey guys, like we we know what we saw and we you know, we we fuck with what we saw and everything, but given the criteria, and if you don't remember it, rewind it because it's way too much for me to repeat right now. Uh, number ten, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that one actually shocked me. Like, I, I think most people that are, you know, are in my age group would say he's, you know, the best running back um, ever. Um, but as far as what he's actually done and accomplished compared to everybody else that's ever played football in the NFL. And if I missed any running back, please let me know. Like any anyone of note, you know, let me know. Um, I think I think we're good on fucking. I can't even think of one, but uh, you, you get the point. Yeah. <sighs> Cardinal Williams, Cadillac, um, but my fault, Adrian Peterson, so his resume, uh, he's MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, seven-time All-Pro for those first team, seven-time Pro Bowl, he led the league in rushing yards three times, led the league in rushing touchdowns two times, uh, so all of that put together, uh, he graded out at 10th, I mean, that's not bad. And I mean, obviously, if I put my own personal things into it, I would have to give credit to what I've actually seen with my eyes and what I've seen with my actual eyes. Uh, only like four people in this list um, will make the cut. So, I mean, that's and I gave you everybody like damn near everybody in NFL history. Adrian Peterson still graded out as a top 10 running back of all time. And I, you know, I'm fine with you having your own opinion. I'm just saying based off of what they actually did. And how I graded them, you can have issue with the grading scale however you want to. You can, you know, you you can give me some feedback. You know, if you think something should be different, you know, I'm open to you know check it out. I would need to you know understand why you believe that, but you know, I'm I'm not against it. But as far as this, Adrian Peterson, ten. Um, and if you care to know, uh, he graded out at a forty-eight point five. That is forty-eight point five. Now the number nine running back of all time. You know, y'all can say what you want about him as a person. Uh, the number nine running back, OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson, just as dot Adrian Peterson, uh, by 3.5 points, graded out at 51. And uh, his resume, he too was an NFL MVP. He too was Offensive Player of the Year. He was a five time uh, All Pro, so Adrian does have him beat there, but all of his were first team. Adrian just had four first teams, um, but he still had overall more. Uh, he also uh, is a five-time Pro Bowler, and those are you know those were weighted higher because of the time period that he played in. Uh, he's also a oh I didn't grade that uh, four-time uh, lead in the league in rushing yards and two-time rushing touchdown leader, as well as he led the NFL in scoring once. And um, yeah, actually I'm going to give you all that too. Uh, and I guess I need to go back. Well, we all know Adrian Peterson. He had that on. I'm, I'm going to also give you all um, how many 1,000-yard rushing seasons they had. I mean, uh, that was already accounted for as far as, you know, the whole thing. But I think you all might like to know. 
Uh, so OJ had one, two, three, four, five uh, thousand yard plus seasons, and one of which was two thousand. And uh, I'll get. Let me go back to Adrian because uh, you know y'all might care. Uh, and like you know, a thousand yard rushing yards or a thousand rushing yards for running back. You know that's a you know pretty pretty big deal. Whatever. Um, Adrian one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, times that he rushed for over a thousand yards, one of which was over two thousand. So him and OJ both broke that uh, two thousand yard mark once. Uh, just you know, he uh, broke that thousand yard a couple of more times. But I think Adrian played a little bit longer than uh, OJ. I think he did play a little longer. But you know, there's that, and the difference between them was pretty small. So you know, you could definitely say that it was you know the way I graded um Pro Bowl selections. Uh, because I mean, I mean, hell. Adrian's just kind of being penalized for being born when he was, because I think I think if he was born 15 years earlier, he would have he would have done just fine as well. So you know, uh, you know, you can say that they're you know interchangeable. I'm not I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, at number eight, I have Priest Holmes, and uh, I remember his name being pretty big with Kansas City. You know, I, and I you know he went to Texas obviously, and I, I remember that. But honestly, when I added him to the list, I didn't think that he was going to end up here. I did not, um, but uh, he definitely has a career. And whenever I ask running backs, like people that actually play at the position, uh, they don't have the same affinity for Priest Holmes. It's it's interesting. I, it's like people kind of forget what he uh, actually accomplished during his time. Uh, so first off on his resume, he has uh, one, two, three, four. So four times he broke the uh, thousand yard mark. Uh, but one thing that was huge for him, and I remember him because fantasy football, uh, <laughs> he had two 20 plus touchdown seasons, and one of them was uh, 27 touchdowns. So you know, <laughs> that nigga went crazy for a minute. Uh, and though, and I just don't understand what really changed that year because yeah, they just they just kind of went od. Um, but he was uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. We probably don't remember that. Well, I'm not going to say probably. I definitely didn't remember that. Uh, but he was on that 2000s Ravens team. I mean, most of us remember him as being a Kansas City Chief. But he was a part of that team. And, uh, well, he does have a Super Bowl because of that. So that's kind of something that really helped him as far as this whole legacy resume discussion. Uh, he is a one-time Super Bowl champion, 2000. Uh, he's a one-time Offensive Player of the Year. Three-time first-team All-Pro three-time pro bowler he led the league in touchdowns twice he led the leagues in rushing yards once and he led the league in scoring once so he he had a very 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 solid two three year stretch and he also got that super bowl so you know that's kind of what put him but so far these guys are all within the same ballpark uh pre graded out at 53.5 and only half a point higher than him and this was Honestly, a lot to do with uh, the Super Bowls that he has on his resume. But Terrell Davis, Terrell Davis, Denver Broncos. Um, only reason why someone remember him is because my first football game ever. I don't even think it was Madden. I, it was on Nintendo 64. It might have been Madden, but I don't, I don't think it was Madden. But um, Terrell Davis, he uh, played. Wow, he only did six years. I did not know. I, or I didn't notice that when I was looking at this earlier. He had a very short career. Well, he turned the fuck up in the initial stages. He must have got hurt. Yeah, no, he must have got hurt because he, he stopped playing for real. Um, but he had one, two, three, four thousand yard seasons, and one of those was a two thousand yard season. And he also had uh one season where he had twenty plus touchdowns, and that was his last uh big season, nineteen ninety eight. And I actually kind of remember some of that, oddly enough. 
Uh, but he has uh, he has two Super Bowls to his name. Uh, he was a Super Bowl MVP. And I remember a story about um, he got a concussion in one of the Super Bowls. And uh, they ran like a naked bootleg or something with John Elway. And the only re- <laughs> the <laughs> they had to send Terrell Davis back in on the goal line because if they had like the backer running back in, they didn't believe that the defense would bite on the fake. So they need to send Terrell Davis in. And Terrell Davis, like, he's fucked up. Like, they're just like, yo, bro, like, just just run this way. Just run this way. Like, he had no idea what to do. He was seeing colors and shit. But, hey, the football hey, football players are built different, especially running backs. And that's going to be a topic that I'm going to talk about uh, later on. Like, basketball players are sensitive as fuck, and I really don't understand it. It's maybe Maybe it's because they have more of their mental capacity but you would think that it's the guys that you know are kind of fucked up in the head that would have issues with their emotions and i mean like obviously there are uh (laughs) cases very 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 serious cases of that hell one of which uh, we allegedly just talked about on this list um allegedly uh terrell davis though graded out of the 54 and uh he uh, has number seven uh let's see number six and uh i mean when I when I went through the list, like we knew, we knew that Ladanian was going to be on here, but uh, I was I was happy to see that you know he stacks up pretty well with the uh, all timers. So you know, and shout out to Big Sean, you know his uh, former uh, teammate. <laughs> uh, let's see, Adrian. I mean Adrian Peterson. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. So he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight thousand yard seasons, and. One, two, two, uh, twenty touchdown seasons and one thirty touchdown season. Yeah, I remember two thousand six. Pretty sure he was even MVP that year, and I remember having him in fantasy too. God damn! Shout out to Coach Weed. Uh, this nigga threw for two touchdowns. Nigga, this is a sick nigga. I like the. He was the whole reason they had the HB pass in Madden. I loved it. Fucking loved it. Um, did he play a quarterback in high school? He had to have. He had like why would they? Why why would this nigga? Like, why would you just say, yeah, now go ahead, throw the ball. Like, the fuck? No. <laughs> not having my fucking running back throw the ball, especially when I have a franchise quarterback. Uh, but anyway, uh, LaDainian Thomason. So his resume reads, uh, one-time MVP. So you notice in the trend, pretty much everybody, with the exception of Terrell Davis, and Terrell Davis probably should have got MVP. I mean, he had 2,000-something yards and all that. But when you got that man, John Elway and Shannon Sharp, you know, what more can you do? Uh, but Ladanian, uh, one-time MVP, one-time Offensive Player of the Year, uh, six-time All-Pro, three of which are first team, uh, five-time Pro Bowler. He led the league in rushing yards twice. He led the league in rushing touchdowns three times, and he led the league in scoring once in 2006 when he had 30-something touchdowns. So, Adrian, I keep saying Adrian Peterson. Like, bro, Adrian Peterson's our goat, but Ladanian, like, he was kind of right. Like, it's like Ladanian's Kobe and Adrian Peterson is LeBron. Just timeline-wise, not, like, actually for real. Um, Yeah. Uh, Next up, now we're in the top five. At five, Barry Sanders. One thing very, very um, amazing about Barry Sanders, I didn't didn't really get to appreciate him during this time. And, uh, you know, shout-out to Coach Coker for, you know, putting Barry Sanders on. Like, Barry Sanders would not be here today if it wasn't for Larry Coker. So, you know, one time for Coach Coker. But, um... He had a thousand yards a season every season he played in the NFL. In his second to last season, he had two thousand. And that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten years 
of a thousand yards. Like I'm starting to understand because I, I remember everybody saying, Oh, he retired early. He retired early, but then I'm like, bro, this nigga played ten years, dog. Like like I mean, sure, like I'm sure I guess he had more left in him, I guess is the common sentiment, but like nigga played ten years at running back in the NFL for the Detroit Lions. Like what, what more do you want from this nigga, dog? Um, as far as touchdowns, uh yeah, never never broke that twenty, but Jesus Christ. This is this is sick. I'm just looking at this nigga's like this Barry Sanders. Uh as far as his uh resume, obviously uh never won a Super Bowl. Um didn't play in a Super Bowl. Uh, I think he only won one playoff game in his career, but that's not on him. That's not on him. Uh he too is a one time MVP, two time offensive player of the year, uh ten time <laughs> ten time all pro. So every year he played in the NFL, he was all pro. Six of those years he was first team. Uh, he's a 10-time Pro Bowler. He led the league in rushing yards four times, and he led the league in touchdowns once. One time for Barry Sanders, man. I feel like I, I almost, you know what? No, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I thought about putting in that uh, Wale song, Barry Sanders. Thought about it. Thought about it. If you would have enjoyed it, well, I didn't. But you can pause this and listen to it and then come back. I promise it ain't going nowhere. Oh, what's up, man? Glad you're back. So, uh, you enjoy the song? Yeah, me too. Uh, anyway, uh, number four, we got Sweetness, Walter Payton. Uh, I don't understand what the whole Sweetness nickname is about. Um, you know, pause, uh, since, you know, we're no longer in Pride Month. Uh, oh, damn, Walter Payton's, damn, I know he died. Damn, he died a long time ago. Shit, what the fuck? What the fuck? Hey, hey, hold on, how did he die? I did not look at this. I, I didn't look into this illness. Cholangiditis, bile duct cancer. Damn. Well, then, uh, looking, uh, looking into his uh career legacy, uh, he uh, oh shit, god damn, okay, fucking uh, Walter Payton, he had. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand yard seasons. Um, but he also played uh, you know, a couple of more years, but ten thousand yard seasons. Uh not really uh yeah, he didn't have any twenty touchdown seasons, but one thing that really surprised me, especially given the time period that he played in, um, he caught a lot of passes. And like he 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 was doing it as far as the receiving yards concerned. Like he he was doing it for real. Like he wow, I was very 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 much surprised. He he had a he had one two thousand uh, all purpose yard year. Um, and again, I I just maybe I'm just you know obviously I didn't watch it, but just I didn't think that running backs were catching the ball like that back then. But he most definitely was. That nigga was a that man was a machine. Respectfully, uh, R.I.P. Walter Payton. Um, but I have Walter Payton at number four. Oh, did I even go over his resume? I don't think I did. Uh, Super Bowl champion, uh, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, uh, eight-time All-Pro, five of which were first team, nine-time Pro Bowler. He led the league in rushing yards once, led the league in touchdowns uh, once, and he led the league in rushing attempts four times. So, yeah. Most consecutive starts by, by a running back, 170. 178, including playoffs. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Shout out to Walter Payton. Uh, now to uh, one of my personal favorite running backs growing up, part of the greatest show on turf, Marshall Falk. Uh, 
This is like, man, I love, I love those. I love the Rams. I love the Rams growing up. And it was Tom Brady, Tom, that's how you know this nigga's been playing for too goddamn long. Tom Brady broke my heart. He broke my seven-year-old heart when he beat my Rams. And then continue, and then, you know, I, you know, after, honestly, I'm thinking about it right now. And that heartbreak did immense damage on my football fanship because the Rams just weren't the same after that. I went over to the Eagles, fucked with T.O. Eagles made the Super Bowl. I thought that I was going to get some revenge on Tom Brady's bitch ass. T.O. got hurt. Somehow they still made it to the Super Bowl. There was a rift. Why all the teams I was supporting had rifts? Kobe and Shaq, Donovan and fucking T.O. Reggie Bush and the NCAA. Anyway, I just, I was hurt. I was hurt. And I think I've been more or less a player fan. Well, actually, I, I, I thought I was a player fan, but I realized recently I'm an offense fan. I'm a fan of offense and wide receivers. I, f- I fucking love wide receivers. My heart's going to be broken. Uh, you know what? He got a championship. Yes, he got a championship, so he's going to be all right. My heart was broken when uh, uh, Odell. I forgot what I was going to say. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, guys. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just I was uh, going down memory lane. Oh, yeah, Marshall Falk. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Marshall Falk, he was the reason why I had to include, um, receiving, uh, yards, the thousand yards. Um, he, this nigga had a thousand yard receiving season. This, this for a running back to have a thousand yards, especially in 1999. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. What the fuck? This nigga. Niggas go cra- went, we're going crazy with Le'Veon Bell. Oh, he should be paid as a receiver and a running back. I would love to know what Marshall Falk's contract was. I would love to know because he was definitely underpaid. Ain't nobody can. I will. Let me let me check that. No, I'm I'm pretty sure. Actually, I'm pretty fucking certain. This nigga was a black Christian McCaffrey in the '90s. Like we're sucking Christian and respectfully. Like, hey, I fuck with Christian McCaffrey, but we suck. We sucked the skin off of Christian McCaffrey's shit for doing what Marshall Falk was doing 23 years ago. It's fucking ridiculous. So, and this nigga, mm, Christian McCaffrey just picked it. See, that's that season-long fantasy bullshit. Like, if you my number one pick and then some shit happens and you out for the year, like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked for the entire season. But on daily, okay, I'm just not, I'm not fucking with you. I'm like, all right, cool. I still have Dalvin Cook. I still have Kareem Hunt. I still have Nick Chubb. I still have Nick Chubb. Like, I I think I might have said him twice, but you get the point. I still have anybody else I want. Like, I'm not fucked, and I have to sit here and I at somebody's mercy trying to work a trade and shit. Season long is just it's 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 a thing of the past, guys. It's a thing of the past. It's it's and you gotta wait until the end of the year. Like, bro, you can literally end every weekend up considerably um but marshall falk he had one two three four five six seven thousand yard uh rushing seasons and he had the one thousand yard receiving season uh he also had a 900 yard season the year before so i mean he was he was there 
Um, and then he had uh, one, two, 20 touchdown seasons in 2000. He had uh, 26 touchdowns, um, eight receiving, 18. Like, bro, this, I, I know Christian McCaffrey was not doing it like this. I know he or, is not doing it like like Kish, Christian McCaffrey is Marshall Falk. And I'm kind of upset that we don't really hear like we, we don't talk about Marshall Falk in the light. I believe he deserves to be talked in. I really I really don't think we do. Um, As far as his resume. He's a Super Bowl champion, an NFL MVP, a three-time Offensive Player of the Year, six-time All-Pro, three of which are first team, seven Pro Bowl selections. He let the NFL in touchdowns once. He let the NFL in scoring twice. And uh, how is he not in the Hall of Fame? How is he not? Is is it? Hold on. Is is Marshall Falk in the Hall of Fame? Like, am I not? Am I seeing this? Okay, 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 yeah, I was about to get mad as well. Yeah, no, nah, nigga was inducted in 2011. <laughs> nigga been in there a whole decade. <laughs> All right, good. Like, I, was, I was about to get mad as fuck, dog. Like, that shit, was that, why that shit didn't say Hall of Fame next to his name? That shit crazy. Shit crazy. Hold on, he got a son? Oh, yeah, he do have a son. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. But, uh, yeah, Marshall Falk, I believe he was three. Three? Yeah, three. Now, at number two. We've all heard the name. We hear the stories. We know what he was for social justice, but uh, pretty damn good football player, too. Jim Brown. Uh, Jim Brown. Uh, well, hold on. Let me let me let's pull that up. Jim Brown had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven thousand yard seasons. Would have had eight, but he was four yards shy. Um, and as far as he, he, they threw that nigga a lot of passes too, especially for that time. Like a running back catching 47 passes in 1962 sounds crazy to me. Like that, like that sounds crazy to me, but maybe, maybe I just think the game was played differently. I don't know. I don't know, but a running back getting 47 receiving a running back having 277. Well, that's not, that's not much at all. That's not much at all as far as touches, but anyway, uh, and he started playing in 1950. This nigga was playing in the, uh, in the, uh, what they call it? They called it something else before the NFL, and not the AFL. Well, maybe I am thinking about the AFL. Uh, they called it something else. What? Well, whatever. Um, but Jim Brown. So Jim Brown says, "Hold the fuck." Oh, good, good for him. Jim Brown's still alive. Cool. Um, he's six two. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Jim Brown, NFL champion, three-time MVP, uh, the most out of anybody thus far. Uh, he's a nine-time All-Pro, eight of which are first team, nine-time Pro Bowler. He led the league in rushing yards eight times, led the league in touchdowns five times, and he was the scoring leader once. So pretty, pretty all-around dominance. And he played for eight years. And you want to know actually something that we should discuss as far as Adrian Peterson's concerned? Um... A lot of these guys like only played for like eight, nine, ten years. Adrian Peterson's been doing it for like fifteen. Actually, I think he retired now, right? I think I think he's done. Could be done. Who knows? Somebody might call him up. But he 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 went for a minute, so you know, you know, he he you know he was he was able to add. He he had a lot a lot of time to add. And we all fuck with Adrian Peterson, but when as far as all things considered, I think we uh. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, I mean, he had one of the greatest seasons we've ever seen. 
Uh, Jim Brown. Uh, by the way, I haven't been telling y'all where these guys graded out. Um, Terrell Davis. So seven, eight, nine, and ten were all within like six points of each other. Like Adrian Peterson was forty-eight point five. Terrell Davis was a uh, forty. Or I'm sorry, uh, fifty-four. Uh, Ladanian slightly over him at fifty-seven point five. But that's actually kind of saying a lot because Ladanian never won a Super Bowl and Terrell Davis won two. So that kind of tells you the difference between Ladanian and uh, Terrell Davis. Um, Barry Sanders, uh, there was a gap between them. He graded out at 70.5. Walter Payton graded out at 73. Marshall Falk graded out at 80.5. And Jim Brown graded out at a 94. And then number one should be no real surprise, but I actually was somewhat surprised. Um, but, you know, once you actually think about it, like, I mean, the, the nigga's the all-time leader in rushing yards. Like, and, and he broke it, and it's it, like, he's... Like Adrian Peterson still got a couple of years to go. I remember watching the, him talk about it on Sports Center like six years ago, seven years ago at this time, talking about yeah, if I get this many yards per season, yada yada yada, you know, I can break it. Uh, I can break the all-time record and everything. And uh, Adrian still is like four or five thousand yards away from breaking the uh, all-time all-time record, which is it's just having that many rushing yards is fucking ridiculous and it will never be touched it will never be touched because the way the game is played now like derrick henry ain't ain't no fucking way ain't no fucking way boy ain't no fucking way ain't no way derrick henry touches that ain't no way Eighteen thousand three hundred fifty-five yards ain't no fucking way i'm i'm not even gonna look up where derrick henry's at but ain't no way ain't no way um but as far as thousand yard seasons for emmett did i say emmett till emmett smith Emmett Smith. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven thousand yard seasons, and he was about a hundred and thirty yards shy of having fourteen thousand yard seasons. Yeah, you gotta have some longevity if you're gonna fucking <laughs> if you're gonna have eighteen thousand fucking receiving yards. Uh he also had a uh, quite a few um Oh, uh, 20 touchdown seasons. Or actually, I don't know. Not quite a few. Uh, he had one, two. Yeah, no, just two. Just two. Just two 20 touchdown seasons. Um, and it's crazy. He didn't. He never broke that 2,000-yard mark, but, well, he never broke it uh, all-purpose-wise. He broke it. I mean, he never broke it rushing-wise. He broke it all-purpose-wise twice. <sighs> Which kind of puts into context some of the craziest, like, fucking shit. Like, I mean, so a couple of guys had, like, the 2,000 yards all-purpose. And then there's guys that just ran for it outright, which is fucking ridiculous. And then it gets even more crazy to think that Chris Johnson did that. Chris fucking Johnson. Like, that, <laughs> that's got to be the one of the biggest anomalies in all the sports. Like, Chris Johnson was him for, like, a whole year. That's fucking ridiculous. Shout out to Eastern Carolina. Um, but Emmett Smith, I keep wanting to say till Jesus Christ. Emmett Smith's resume reads three times Super Bowl champion, one time Super Bowl MVP, uh, one time NFL MVP, as a matter of fact, in 1993. G's up. Uh, six time All Pro, four of which are first team, eight time Pro Bowler. He led the league in rushing yards four times, led the league in rushing touchdowns three times, and led the league in scoring once. And records that he still holds, career records, uh, he obviously has the most rushing attempts, he has the most rushing yards, and he has the most rushing touchdowns. So, if we're going to talk about what's on your resume, and, oh, well, he had this O-line, they had all his weapons, they had this and that, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, well, hey, look, all that can be true. And I ain't even really a Cowboys fan like that, but 
you can't you can't knock what's on the man's resume. What's on the man's resume? Emmitt Smith, greatest running back to ever live. My fault. The most accomplished running back to ever live. Um, so that's that as far as this whole running back discussion. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think I'll be coming back with a short episode about uh, tight ends. Yeah, I think I'll get tight ends out the way.